blossom. The pathway to blossom. Amen. Um, is the word that God has given us since the beginning of the year. As we cross over from 2022 to 2023, God spoke to us. He gave us that word, blossom, and we've been looking at it. Uh, what, what does it mean to blossom? And we discovered that to blossom means to flourish, to board, to spread forth. So this is our year of blossoming. Tell your neighbor and say, neighbor, this year is my year to blossom. Somebody say, amen. Let's pray. Father, we just want to thank you once again. We give you praise and honor and adoration for the opportunity that you have given unto us as your people to come into your presence. Because when we come to your presence and Lord, we embrace your word, you will bless us. We know that once again this morning you will bless us with your word. Spirit of God will invite you. Please settle on this word. Take the word. Break it. Feed us with it. Let it open in our spirit. Plant the word. Let it grow in our hearts. Let the word do us good. Let none of the word fall to the ground this morning. At the end of the day, let your name be glorified. Thank you, my Father, my God. Be thou exalted. Satan, I bind you right now. I cast you out of this place. I declare this place fit for the working of the Spirit of God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray and the people say, Amen. So as we progress with this teaching, we know that our central text is in the book of Isaiah 27. Isaiah 27, God gave us that scripture of verse 6. And in Isaiah 27 verse 6, the Bible says that those who come, it shall cast to take root in Jacob. Amen. Isaiah 27 verse 6, those who come, shall come to take root in Jacob. Israel shall blossom and bird and fill the face of the world with fruits. Those who come, those who come to him, he will take, he, God said, I will make you to be rooted. Somebody say rooted. You will be, to be rooted means to be established. When you are rooted, when you are rooted, you are solid, you are consolidated. Is it to be rooted? You, you are connecting. You, you are, you are right there. You are. Uh, uh, I don't. I'm looking for word, but what it means is that you are established. When you are established, it becomes quite difficult for the enemy to shift you. Somebody say amen. When you are rooted, when you are consolidated, you know, then it, 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 it becomes quite difficult for the enemy to mess up with you. But not only did he say you, it will be rooted, he said it will be rooted in Israel, in Jacob. And this is very important. And, and, and you and I, we began, to, we began to look at that word. What does it mean to be rooted? What does it mean uh, to, 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 to be rooted in Jacob? Why Jacob? Why Israel? But you and I know that Israel, or by virtue, Jacob is the blessed one. So when the Bible says that you'll be rooted in Jacob, when it says that we're going to be rooted in Israel or rooted in Jacob, it says you are rooted in blessing. Somebody say amen. You are not rooted in curses. You are rooted in blessing. And don't you know that it's where your root is. That's where you are going to get nutrient from. A tree gets its nutrient via the root. So when you are rooted in Israel, when you are rooted in Jacob, Jacob is the blessed one. Israel is the blessed one. That's why till today, uh, when you talk about Israel, when you talk about Jacob, you are talking about the covenant of blessing. So you know you are blessed. 
Somebody say, I am blessed. No, say it again, say, I'm blessed. When we are talking about rooted, you are rooted. You need to know what you are rooted in. There are a lot of people that they are rooted in something else. But the Bible says that we are uh, those who come, the ones that come unto him, those who, a generation of people that God will raise, that will sit as we are sitting this morning, you and I, and the reason why you left on to come is because you are rooted in God already. That's why no cause, no cause. And I mean this, you know, you have tapped into the covenant of blessing. You are not cause, you are blessed. Don't let the enemy fool us. I, I, I know there may be situations and circumstances, yet it does happen because we are still in the world. As a matter of fact, Jesus Christ said, in the world you are going to have tribulations, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world already. Don't let what you are going through deceive you or, or, or manipulate you to make you feel as if you are not blessed. No, no, no. Because those things will come and they will go. That's why the Bible says that even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I fear no evil because God is with me. Amen. Is anybody here with me this morning? Yes. Come on, is anybody here with me? So that I'm going through something doesn't mean that that's the end of my life. That I'm having challenges. Don't, don't look at me. Don't label me. Don't allow, don't allow the situations that I'm, and, and circumstances that I'm going through to define me for you. The reason why you need to understand this is this. You go to the all of patriarchs, go to the scripture and check everyone that got used. They had one challenge or the other. But that didn't stop God from doing what he promised that he was going to do in their life. As a matter of fact, there are occasions whereby God will test you. The Bible says, and God tested Abraham. But there are many people that want testimonies without a test. Is anybody here with me? In our generation, we just want this quick fix, short cut. But it doesn't exist in the kingdom of God. Even Jesus Christ went through something. But the Bible says, that those who come those a generation of people will come and they will be rooted in israel and what it means is that we are rooted in the blessings of god listen but you cannot be rooted except you are planted we began to look at that is that is that true you cannot bring forth root except you are planted and that's another thing when, when we when we come to the kingdom of god because many of us don't realize that for you to actually uh, be rooted you have to be planted and to be planted means that you have to be a seed is anybody here with me you have to be a seed and we began to look at the scripture and we realized that actually we've been looking at ourselves we just ordinary human error but when you look at how God sees you that's why the Bible says that you and I we are the seed of Abraham somebody say I'm a seed 
Is anybody here with me? Because when you have that mentality, the way you think is what you become. When you realize that, hey, because listen, it's only when you are planted that you can bring forth fruit. And before you can bring forth fruit, you have to be planted. And it's a seed that can be planted. Now I began to understand the reason why we, the Bible says that we are the seed of Abraham. Now I understand the covenant of Abraham better when he says, in just one man, all the nations of the world shall be blessed because it's a seed, but in a seed there is a, there is a forest. Amen. Oh, you didn't hear that? So you, you have a seed in your hand, you think it's a seed, but in that seed there is a forest in it. Because if you plant it, and then it's rooted, and then it brings forth fruit, you can take this seed again and plant again. Somebody here with me. And when you do that, it brings forth more fruit, and you take more, and then you plant again. And before you know it, you can feel it, you can stick over everywhere with that seed. That's why he said to Abraham, In you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. One man. And he began to transfer that covenant from generation to generation. But not only that, now we understood as well, as we studied the scripture, we understood the reason why, even in the beginning, when God created man, the first thing that he said in Genesis 1, stay with me, church, we call it blessing. But the Bible says that in Genesis 1 verse 20, we can put it on quickly. The Bible says he blessed them. What did he say to them? Be fruitful. Isn't it? Come on, isn't that what God said? Genesis 1 20. What, what, what did he say? Be fruitful. So when God created the man that you and I would call Adam, you are looking at just a man, but God sees a seed. And he was calling for that because it is a seed that you can say be fruitful, isn't it? Is anybody here with me? So he was kind of a bring for fruit. Adam, we think it's just about procreation. No, it's more than that. When you read, we're still looking for this. Oh my God. Genesis 1 28. Praise God. Okay, and God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful. That's the first thing. Fruitful. Isn't it? Then after fruitfulness, you have to be fruitful that you can multiply. Is anybody looking at this? Because you are a seed. God saw Abraham as a seed that he can bring forth fruit, but not only that he can multiply. And when he multiplies, he can replenish. And then he can do what? Subdue. And then he can have dominion. It takes a seed to have dominion. Is anybody here with me? And now we understood as well as we studied the scripture, the reason why after God had created this man, he now carried him and he was looking for a place to put him and he planted him in a garden. We call it Garden of Eden. Is anybody here with me? And the Bible says that in that garden everything works. So Adam was just there. Everything was working. Everything was because Adam was a seed. It was a seed of God. 
Are we together this morning? So we saw that in Galatians that we are seed of Abraham. We've established that. But having said that, I want to, within the time that we have, I want to take you a little bit further this morning because it's one thing for us to be a seed, but it's another thing for us to find a place where we will blossom. Because if you want to have a good harvest, that's one of the reasons why farmers would do soil testing. They want to be sure. It's not every soil that is good for everything. So they would try and do a bit of, you know, searching and everything. Why is it that God had to choose a particular spot out of every other place? Right? Because he put the whole place, he set the whole thing. The Bible says that he created the garden in such a way that everything will work in favor of Adam rivers there streaming and gold and bedellum and everything and he created all the animals everything there and said you 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 just stay here all you have to do is just to tend and to keep it and the bible says everything was working until the fall of man somebody say amen so, so that's one of the reasons why you and I as well, now that God says, okay, it's our year to blossom, we need to understand what's the pathway, how do we blossom now? You, you, we, we're thinking now that we are a seed. Don't think about yourself as just an ordinary man. Every time you wake up, every time you wake up in the morning, let it be done in your spirit that you are what more than what you are right now. Because in a seed, there is an artist. anybody here there is a huge harvest a forest so there is more in you tell your neighbor say neighbor don't dare me there is more in me than what you see oh come on there is more in me they are just yet to come on you are just yet to see it but there is more in me than what you are looking at i just need to wake up unto that more dreams more vision more inspiration more ideas things that are yet to manifest something sitting down inside of me that i'm going to bring forth i'm going to be fruitful and i will be a blessing to my generation so when you think about you being a seed therefore you think about potentials you think about fruitfulness you think about enlargement you think about being a blessing to others because when you begin to bring forth fruit it's not just meant for you alone it's meant for people around you as well and guess what it is through the fruit that you bear that people begins to value you in life is anybody here with me it is through the fruit that you are bearing that people begins to walk on they will find their way you will not look for men men will look for you because you are bearing fruit you think of increase you think of multiply and you think of actually taking over but the Bible says that you know for us to be able to bring forth fruit this year to blossom we must be planted i want us to go to psalm 92 psalm 92 if we were to bring forward fruit and blood psalm 92 so the psalmist gave us an opportunity to understand that 
location is very important as well it's not just enough that we are planted but we need to find the right location okay we need to be in the right place somebody say the right place now this is this is david you know began to get us to understand the bible says that in in psalm 92 he said the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree somebody say i'm gonna flourish that's me that's my he said it will flourish like a palm tree it shall grow like a cedar in lebanon you remember he was talking about being rooted cedar of lebanon is strong powerful it's one of the strongest uh, wood you can get anywhere and he says shall flourish he said those who are planted in the house of the lord verse 13 those who are planted where in the house of the lord and i say that again those who are planted in the house of the lord what will they do shall flourish in the courts of our god they shall still bear fruit in old age they shall be fresh and flourishing so when he says that they shall bear fruit in old age what it means is that you will never cease to continue to be of great value to your generation because you are bringing forth fruit you are flourishing there is no limit there is no age limit there is nothing can stop you from flourishing and you and i know that many trees out there they've been bringing forth oranges 50 years 60 years 70 years there are some patriots when you look at them in the bible from the beginning of their life till the end of their life they were just a blessing to their generation most especially every one of them that operated under abrahamic covenant is anybody here with me and the bible says that verse 15 he said to declare that the lord is upright is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him can i hear a loud amen now when the bible says that will flourish in jacob let's do a little bit of bible study here so that we understand who is this Jose? who is jacob in the first instance who, who exactly is israel who, 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 who is jacob and i want us to go with me i want us to look at his birth let's look at the beginning of, of jacob amen go with me to genesis 25 in genesis 25 you will see how the beginning of his life in genesis 25 i'm going to read from verse 12 listen now this is the genealogy of ishmael abraham's son whom agar the egyptian uh serious mitzvah brought to abraham and these were the names of the sons of ishmael by their names according to their according to their generations the first one of ishmael nepaut then kira abdumisha mishaman duma masha ada tema uh, jeto nafish and Kedemiah and verse 16 these were the sons of Ishmael and these were their names by their tongues and their settlements 12 princes according to their nations and these were the years of the life of Ishmael 137 years and he breathed his last and died and was gathered unto his people they dwelt 
from Avila as far as Shaw, which is east of Egypt. As you go towards Assyria, he died in the presence of all his brethren. Verse 19. This is the genealogy of Isaac. Listen to this. Abraham's son. Abraham begot Isaac. Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah as wife, the daughter of Bethuel, right? The, the Syrian of Padan Aram, the sister of Laban, the Syrian. Now Isaac, uh, now Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife because she was barren and the Lord granted his plea and Rebekah his wife conceived but the children struggled together within her listen to this and she said if all is well why am I like this so she went to inquire of the Lord and the Lord said to her two nations are in your womb Two people shall be separated from your one, from your body. One people shall be stronger than the other, and the older shall serve the younger. So when her days were fulfilled for her to give birth, indeed there were two, there were twins in a womb, and the first came out red. It was like her hairy garment all over. So they called his name Esau. Afterward, somebody say afterward, his brother came out and his hand took hold of Esau's heel. So his name was called Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when she bought them. So the boys grew and Esau was a skillful hunter, a man of the field, but Jacob was a mild man dwelling in tent. And Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game. But Rebekah loved Jacob. Can I hear amen? Can I hear a big amen there? Are we together? Now Jacob took a stew and, and Esau came in from the field and he was weary. And Esau said to Jacob, please uh, feed me with that same bread stew for I am weary. Uh, therefore his name was called Edom. But Jacob said, sell me your birthright as of this day. And Esau said, look, I am about to die. So what is birthright to me? Is anybody here with me? Why do you want to associate yourself? with someone that has no value for his bad right. Why do you want to be rooted in someone that has no value for his bad right? And Jacob said, swear to me this day, and he swore unto him, and he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Why do you want to associate yourself with someone that is ready to exchange his birthright just because of food? Someone that is given to flesh that cannot deny himself, that cannot say, you know what, whatever it is, I'll just hold for it. I know I'm hungry, but I, I, I can deny myself now so that I would, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would hold on unto my birthright because your birthright gives you, it positions you in a place of advantage. There are certain things that comes with your birthright. So then Jacob gave you some bread and put it. Can you imagine? For bad right. And he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way. Thus, he so despised his bad right. This is why it's important for you to be rooted. Because if you are rooted in someone that is ready to despise his bad right and eat and drink, then you live a life that is meaningless.
Are we together? So there are people today when they don't understand what we're talking about. And I'm sure you understand that we're talking of the things of the spirit now because we have that opportunity. That's one of the reasons why many of us we have to disconnect from our roots, from our past, from our families, and be connected with Jesus Christ. Because through that we enter into this covenant as well, the covenant of blessing, not of curses. That's why you have to know that you are not cursed. I don't care what people are saying out there about you or you know, trying to say you are cursed in family. No, 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 no. You have disconnected from that. Now you are rooted in Christ. If any man be in Christ, the new creation. Is anybody here with me? Very important. So when you, when you see it's by the foundation, that's why this being rooted in Jacob is important. So as a church, as a people as well, we need to know there is a place, if you're going to blossom, there's a place of sacrifice, denial. There's a place where you have to die to yourself so that you don't allow the enemy to shortchange you because the devil will offer you something that will make you to compromise your bad right. It will put you in very difficult positions, difficult situations. It will squeeze you. It will push you to the world. I mean, look at the guy. The guy was coming from the field. You know, he's hungry, he's famished, he's, he's tired. All he wants to do was just to eat, but it's just a little bit patience for him to just say, you know what? And if the guy is asking for battery, I say, no, I can't give you my battery because you want to give me food. Why right? So that's the bath. But not only that, can we look at his blessing as well? If you go with me to uh, that, 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 uh, that same Genesis, praise God. I said praise God. Amen. Amen. In Genesis 27, let me read quickly so that we see what it is about. In verse 18, this is Jacob now, the blessing. So he went to his father and said, my father, and he said, here I am. Uh, who are you, my son? We know this story very well, but I'll just read. Who are you, my son? And, and the scripture says in, 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 verse, in verse 19, uh, Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done just as you told me. Please arise, sit and eat of my game, that your soul may bless me. But Isaac said to his son, how is it that you are funny so quickly, my son? And he said, because the Lord your God brought it to me. Isaac said to Jacob, please come here that I may feel you, my son, whether you are really my son, Esau or not. Uh, so Jacob went near to Isaac, his father, and he felt him and said, the voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. And he did not recognize him because his hands were hairy like his brother is his hands. So he blessed him. Can I hear amen? amen. Listen, I wanted to get this. I, I know that many of us will look at this and say, oh, but Jacob lied and deceived and this and everything. The lies wouldn't have worked if the guy had not compromised. Is anybody here with me? Because even the man himself was a little bit uncomfortable. There was, there was, there was Isaac. He said, ah, something is not right here. Because the moment you compromise your stand, you open the door for the enemy to afflict and attack you. 
things that are not supposed to work things that are not supposed to affect you begins to affect you because you have opened the door when the egg is broken the serpent will bite Does anybody hear with me? Also, the man was uncomfortable. He tried him as much as possible, but but he just said, "You know what? I, I can I can hear the voice uh, because your voice. Hey, somebody help me! Your voice is your signature in the realm of the spirits. It's difficult to change. Is anybody here with me? That, that's why the Bible says, "My voice you will hear in heaven." I mean, God knows your voice, but here we are. The man is dealing with something. He was blind. His eyes were dim now. He was trying to. He knew that Jacob was a smooth man, and Esau was an hearing man. But now he's touching Jacob, and Jacob is hearing, and he knows that the voice does not resemble. He was confused, but at the end of the day, the mission is accomplished because Esau had compromised already. So he had no choice. What did he do? The Bible says that. So he blessed him. Verse, what verse are we now? Verse 30, uh, 34. Hallelujah. 24. So then he said, Are you really my son Esau? He said, I am. He said, Bring it near to me. And I will eat of my son's game so that my soul may bless you. So he brought it near to him and he ate and he brought him wine and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, come near now and kiss me, my son. And he came near and kissed him and smelled the smell of his clothing and blessed him and said, surely the smell of my son is like the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Therefore, may God give you of the dew of heaven, of the fatness of the earth, and plenty of the grain and wine. Let people serve you, and nations bow down to you. Be master over your brethren, and let your mother's son bow down to you. Curse be everyone who curses you, and blessed be those who bless you. That's where you want to be rooted. Is anybody here with me this morning? Are we still together? But not only that, uh, we've seen his bath, we've seen his blessing. This is one of the reasons why if we are going to blossom, we have to be rooted in Jacob. But it's a dimension in the realm of the spirit. But not, not, not only that, let's look at, his, uh, let, look at his journey. Amen? And I want you to go with me to chapter 28. So here is Jacob. We know that as a result of what happened, he got the blessing, but the blessing brought trouble. Amen. There are occasions whereby it's the blessing that is upon your life that is attracting trouble. Yes. You don't, you don't get it. Yes. The, it's the blessing, it's the anointing, the purpose, uh, the hand of the Lord that is upon you that is actually attracting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bible says that persecution arose because of the word. In the parable of the sower. 
Are we together? So many of us don't know that the reason why the enemy is after your case is because every day demons sat down and they are always they just settling down and debating what are we going to do about this person? What are we going to do about this person? And then you pray, you have a breakthrough, and they said she broke through again, and then they meet the next day. They said, But she had victory yesterday. They didn't know how you survived yesterday. Then they meet again today, they begin to debate, and then another two weeks. It's as if you are the only one that is on planet Earth because the blessing is upon you. Because you would have thought anyone that has the blessing of God upon them, you're not supposed to have any trouble. No, 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 no. That's that that's that's what that's that's what led to uh, the, the, the religious folks. And it, that's why they killed Jesus. The devil will leave you alone if you have nothing to offer. Is anybody here with me? Are we still together in the house? So the blessing brought trouble and not just trouble, trouble to the point of the brother said, I'm going to kill him. Uh, when the mom heard about that, said, no, 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 <laughs> this is beyond, <laughs> you have to leave this house. You can't stay here any longer. Can I shock you? The blessing cost Jacob to leave home for 21 years. Just because he was blessed. The father and the mom said, you know what, we have to send you away. Go and stay with my brother. That's, you know. And he went to the house of Laban. But you know what? That journey is extremely important. I'm going to talk about this and then I'll bring this to a close this morning. You know, we are walking this journey, this pathway. You know, we're on the pathway. Somebody say, I'm, I'm on the pathway to blossom. I'm understanding what I'm going through, why I'm going through now. I'm on the pathway to blossom. I'm a seed. So it's not over with me. I've got potentials. Don't let anyone shut you down, but I have to be planted so that I'm rooted and I can bring forth fruit. But I'm on the pathway. Somebody say I'm on the pathway. Listen, oh, this will bless you. It's gonna bless you. Now, as he was going in, in, in Genesis 28, 28, let's read. The Bible says in verse 10 of Genesis 28, uh, now Jacob went out from Beersheba and went towards the ranch. So he, he came to a certain place. Somebody say certain place. Say it again, say certain place. He came to a certain place. Hallelujah. And stayed there all night because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of, the, of that place and put it at his head. And he lay down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamed. And behold, a ladder was set on the earth. And it stopped reaching to heaven. And there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land of which you lie, I will give to you and your descendants. Listen to me, church. Also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall do what? Spread. Somebody say, I'm spreading. You should spread abroad to west, to east. Come on, church. 
to the north and to the south. Somebody say, I'm going to blossom. That's why you have to be rooted in Jacob. And indeed, can you see that again? And indeed, in your seed. <laughs> Somebody say, I'm a seed. <laughs> say it again, say, I'm a seed. In your seed. He didn't say, in your son, in your seed. The families of the earth shall be blessed because when this in the seed there is a forest. Can you imagine you being a blessing to all the families of the earth? He didn't stop there, verse 15. Can't you please quickly, quickly? Verse 15. And behold, I am with you. I will keep you in all the places where you go and will bring thee again into this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. And Jacob, awake out of his sleep. Listen to this. Listen to this. I'm taking you somewhere now. You awake from his sleep. Hallelujah. And he said, Surely. Somebody say, Surely. Say, Surely. The Lord is in this place, and I don't even know. And he was afraid and said, How dreadful is this place! This is none other but where the house of God. The servant said, It is those that are planted in the house of God that will flourish. We read in Psalm 92, those who are what? Planted in the house of God. Those are the ones that will flourish in the court of our God. So here we are. This is the first time in the entire scripture that the house of God will be mentioned. It was Jacob. Oh! That discovered the house of God. The Bible says he came to his, a certain place, but the certain place became the house of God. He slept there. He said, This is no other place. This is the house of God. This place where I spent the night. It was not an accident. God, God ordained the journey. He ordained the, the, the journey of Jacob to such an extent that as he was walking, running away, running away, running away, whatever it is. A particular spot that will become the house of God God said this is the place where you ought to be you need to spend the night here so the house of God is not a place to be taken for granted Jacob you are going to flourish but for you to be flourish you need a night here you are not just walking by spend the night have the experience the scripture say you woke up and even himself was afraid that god is in this place and i don't even know can i take you further in the entire days of 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 of, of adam and eve god always visit the garden of eden 
Is anybody here with me? The scripture says that God will come to the garden at the cool of the day. So what Jacob was saying here, God is here. You need a place where God is. That's where you have to be rooted. Is anybody here with me? Oh, come on, church. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm just over myself here. <laughs> Uh, too much scriptures and I bring this to a close place. Just bear with me. So, 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 so from all that we have seen here, it is quite obvious that Jacob was the carrier of, uh, of course, Abrahamic covenant and the blessing as well. That's why we have to be rooted in it in order to flourish. And if you go with me to Romans, go with me to Romans uh, uh, chapter 4. You know Abrahamic blessing. Anyway, you all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Let's go to Romans. Romans chapter 4 quickly as we bring this way closer. Are you getting something from this? So you need to think about yourself differently. You are see in Romans 4. Listen to this verse 13 again. The Bible says, oh, and I want you to pay attention to this as well. For the promise that it will be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed. Hello? Ah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Can you see that word seed, seed, seed coming in? Instead of you thinking about yourself as a religious Christian, folk just, no, 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 no. Think this way. This is the way to think. I'm a seed of righteousness, the seed of Abraham, the seed of Christ. And therefore I'm thinking, I can't, I can't, my, my mind cannot just sit in a place. That there is more in me than what I am right now. It doesn't matter what you are right now there is more when you attend the next level there is more because it's from glory to glory that god wants to take you are we together are we together so the bible says that and, and or, or you see it through the law but through the righteousness of faith for if those who have the law are ears faith is made void and promise made of no effect because the lord brings about truth for where there is no law there is no transgression therefore it is of faith that might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure to all the seed not only those who are of the law but also those who are of the faith of abraham who is the father of us all? Are we together? As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. In the presence of him who he believed, God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Who contrary to hope in hope believes. So in other words, things doesn't have to look right before you know that you are seed. You just know. Because God says it. He believed hallelujah i said hallelujah so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken so shall your descendant be and be not weak in faith he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb so you can see that seed dimension there but lastly this morning let me take you to romans 9 and then we rise and then we pray Romans 9. Listen, the Bible says in verse 6, it said, but it is not that the word of God has taken no effect. Listen, are you with me? Sometimes we think really God has abandoned us. Said, For they are not all Israel who are of Israel. Do you want to read that again? They are not all, huh? 
they are not all Israel who are of Israel. There are some people they are of Israel. There are many people in, in church, they are of church. They are not really in the church. The crowd, the multitudes. Are we together? So the scripture is trying to let us see that here. It's not everybody that claims to be, hey, I'm a Christian. Not everybody that says I'm a Christian, they are truly Christians. Because not all of us are rooted in Jacob. That they come to church religiously doesn't actually mean they are doing what they're supposed to do. So the scripture says that it is not everyone. So now, is that in verse 7, nor are they all children because they are the seed of Abraham. <laughs> did, did you get that? It's not all of them that are seed of, they're not all children because they are seed of Abraham. What does that mean? I mean, it's quite difficult. Because when you look at when you look at Abraham, somebody help me. In Abraham, we have Isaac, but we have Ishmael as well. But God will say, it's Isaac is the real one. Ishmael, I will bless you also just because you came out of the line, but this is the real one. And Jacob is going to come out of Isaac. Is anybody here with me? Right? So now we can see. He said, no, are they all children because they are the seed of Abraham? But in Isaac, your seed shall be called. These, that is, those who are, listen to these, those who are the children of the flesh. These are not the children of God. We saw in Matthew, the Bible says that the seed, the good seed, are the children of the kingdom. So we are children of the flesh and then we are children of God as well. So there are many people in the church, they are children of the flesh, but they still come to church as well. But the children of the promise are counted as the seed. Somebody say loud amen to that. It's the children of the promise that are counted as the seed. For this is the word of promise. At this time I will come and Sarah shall have a son. And not only this, but when Rebekah also had conceived by one man. Listen to this. Even by our father Isaac. For the children not yet been born, nor having done any good or evil. That the purpose of God according to election might stand not of works but of him who calls it was said to her the older shall serve the younger as it is written Jacob I have law but Esau I have hated that's why you have to be located in Jacob rooted in him so that you can enjoy the blessings of God rise up on your feet let's pray Are we here together this morning? You are a seed. You are not just a seed, you are a good seed. But you are rooted in Jacob, not in Esau. You are blessed. Lift your voice and begin to thank God for the goodness of the Lord upon you like this. Just give me two, three minutes. Go ahead.